God looks on the heart. I pray God's happiness and blessedness be with each one of you. I think God's happiness is more than enjoying ourselves or having fun. And we have a wonderful Luke text, which for us will be a stream of living water that we can be planted beside this morning. In the February 5 uh, Journal Star, there was a uh, farewell article to Willie York. Uh, I don't know if any of you knew Willie York or saw him. He was a homeless person who lived in Peoria and lean-tos and storm sewers. And uh, one of the things that stuck out in this article was that he smiled he, he was smiling a lot of the time, and he was a gentle person, and he tried to, to help others. So he was, um, he was happy. Okay. We continue today with the uh, Gospel of Luke. You remember Eric's messages the last few weeks. Jesus in the synagogue in his hometown, spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit, Good news for the poor, uh, release for the captives, uh, recovery of sight to the blind, uh, help for the oppressed. And everybody spoke well of him until he included the other, and then he ran into difficulty. Then last week, uh, the calling of Peter and James and John, and they released everything and followed Jesus. Uh, in Luke, uh, our relations to our possessions are interesting. Uh, this particular verb comes back in chapter 18, verse 28, when Peter says, we have left our homes uh, to follow you. So it has the meaning of uh, releasing, includes that meaning of releasing. In verse 28 in chapter 5, talking about Levi, a, a different verb uh, means to put distance between ourselves and our possessions or set them aside for a bit so that we, in the interest of the kingdom of God. So if we can't release everything, which is very difficult, at least we can maybe hold it at a distance, uh, a bit, uh, put a little distance between our multiple homes and fields and wealth so that we can concentrate on God's kingdom. From the World Fellowship Sunday, Worship Resources, uh, this was in January, but Latin America is experiencing a large displacement crisis where organized crime, violence, and poverty, and inflation is another reason, are forcing thousands to flee their homes. Migrants, including Anabaptists, face hardships as they seek safety. Please take the printed scripture that's in your uh, bulletin. And after coming down with them, he stood still in a flat place, and a large crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the seacoast district of Tyre and Sidon, who came to listen to him and to be healed of their illnesses. And the ones who were troubled from impure spirits were being healed. And all the people were desiring to touch him because power was coming out from him, and he was healing all. 
Now, we've sung about this in our praise, the power of Jesus' presence. Jesus planted himself on a level place and began to heal and teach. The word translated power here includes the meanings of capability, might, and strength. People bothered with impure, unclean spirits were healed. Jesus is present in capability and power as we gather together. Our aim also is to make close contact with Jesus. Holy Spirit enables this. Let's continue with the text. And as he himself was lifting up his eyes to his disciples, he began speaking. Blessed are the poor because the royal reign of God is belonging to you. God's kingdom is incumbent upon you. This, somehow the kingdom is coming because of the poor. This is hard for me to understand. Maybe some of us. Blessed the ones who are hungry now because you shall be filled. Blessed the ones who are crying now because you shall laugh. Blessed are you when people detest you and when they exclude you and revile and disdain your name as worthless on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap about, for behold, your reward is great in heaven, for they did just the same thing to the prophets in the past. Blessed, privileged, happy, fortunate, already here in this life, a present reality, not only in a transcendent sense or only in the next life. Venezuelan mothers and children who left home and came to Colombia because of starvation and no medical care are being fed by a Mennonite church in Rio Acha, Colombia. Good food. Hunger is alleviated. Poverty is to some extent remedied. Those marginalized with no social location receive some status. Continuing with the text, but woe to you the rich because you are receiving in full your comfort. Woe to you the ones who have been satisfied now because you shall be hungry. Alas, the ones who are laughing now because you will experience sorrow and will weep. Alas, when all people speak well of you for just the same thing your forefathers kept doing to the false prophets. Deb and my Mennonite Mission Network assignment was fraternal encouragement of visitors. This is the first of two reports from Columbia. The other report will be March 3rd. So we were part of our congregation delegation. We represented you and Mennonite Mission Network. And thank you for your prayers and support. So as we go through these slides, uh, look for some happiness. Do you see some happiness? Let's go. Barnkia uh, by the Magdalena River. So I think you know um, Eric and Kelly Fry Martin. This is the uh, city, kind of the skyline, beach. Okay, this is at um, uh, Gethsemane Church, people worshiping there. This is their children's area, mural on the wall, downstairs. This is at a church plant of this congregation called Pital de Megua. It's out in the, a rural agricultural village, slow, very nice place. 
This church doesn't have a wall, it doesn't have a roof, have you noticed? It just has walls there. They meet late in the afternoon when the sun is not quite so hot. <clears throat> this is the engineer. Uh, you can see Mark and Gail. Deb, he's explaining the, what has to be done in order to put a roof on. This is a night uh, service at Gethsemane, or at uh, San Vicente neighborhood. This is the church uh, where we, in the past, have put a roof, helped them to put a roof on this church, and it has a beautiful tile floor now and a patio outside, nice bathroom. Eric sharing. The patio is where we um, clean up all the trash because it had been the dump area in this uh, community where displaced Colombians came a number of years ago. Okay, this is at Ponda Vida Church. Uh, this is the, the pastor, Janet Serrano. This is our <laughs> coins go to uh, provide Christmas presents and, and uh, food and gifts for children. At, at This is one of the churches. And this is the second church where we uh, provided the, the funds to put a roof on it. It's the church where about 10 years ago we went inside the church for an evening service and we were looking at the beautiful stars. I reminded them of that and the fact that it was gorgeous, but what, we, what they have done in finishing off the church has been wonderful too. Janet's uh, daughters, uh, Janet and Andrea. Andrea will be coming to the United States this fall as part of an MCC project. And it would be really nice to have her come visit us. She's the second one from the left here, I believe. This is back at uh, Gethsemane. Just... Eating together, we can move through these. Uh, okay, this is in uh, uh, Salgoon. Okay, Salgoon is south of uh, um, uh, Barnkia. I hope with our next delegation, people will be able to visit. This gets between the two places, a chance to get out in the countryside. Uh, Salgoon is a slower city. Uh, this there's a kind of a pull-up like a garage door right there going out onto the street, and this is just like would be a, would be a garage. Uh, they've met here for three months now, uh, this community, and, and uh, their, their pastor is, is uh, Alvaro and Denise. They're sitting against the wall there. And this is a church that's had a very difficult time because they're... Um pastor left the church and left his family, and it, it uh, separated the people in the church. Um, this group was part of the original group that believed in 
staying the course that they had been on before this all happened. So they went from a rather beautiful spot that had been built up over the years to this, this garage. But they were absolutely thrilled that we showed up and chose to spend time with them. And also, as you'll see in a couple of slides, that, that um, we brought communion. And they said that was the first time they'd had it in that year since they'd been here. Okay. Um, yeah, this is Alvaro, uh, Denise's wife, Matilde, Hilda, um, Lily Beth. Some of you may have met her uh, already. Uh, Yvonne, her friend. Um, a good picture of the leadership group there. Alvaro speaking. This is Lily Beth and myself. We're serving uh, communion. This is right across from where we ate breakfast, the church and hospital. This is on the plaza there. Uh, Anyway, it's Lily Beth again, and uh, Yvonne, Eric and Kelly Fry Martin, and Blas um, from uh, Byron Kia. This is just an example of architecture in, in uh, Salgoon. It's just, there's some very nice uh, Spanish type art buildings there. This is a senator's house. He happened to be on house arrest, <laughs> which. Uh, Reminded me of Illinois, kind of. It just kind of ended up. Uh... We we found that out when I noticed two um, guards enjoying the view out the window on the top floor. This is Ivan, where he works. It's like photocopies, scanners, whatever. All the motorcycles lined up. All over the place, motorcycles, that's the most popular form of, of transportation. Beautiful yellow trees you see all over the countryside. Okay, this is just uh, uh, along the road. Uh, <clears throat> I wanted to get a good picture of, of the roads that go all the way back, the lanes go back miles to the hacienda, the house, the uh, ranch. Um, I didn't really get a good picture of that, but this gives you just an idea of the cattle all over um, um, some very big farms. This is Blas's and Jennifer's uh, home in Barranquilla. It's in the courtyard there. Their home. This is one morning when we took their two sons, who you'll see in a minute, to school after their long Winter vacation. Okay, this is their school that has all kinds of murals, uh, peace murals. All roads lead to peace. There's actually three, uh, the main armed, you know, the guerrilla and, and the paramilitary and the government. Um, again, this thrust of this school was toward peace. Children are growing up. Uh, this is their courtyard and, and their Apartment. Okay, now we're in Rio Acha. This uh, was our main uh, work here. This is the, 
Casa Abuela. This is an old, uh, uh, for elderly people, a home. Um, Mennonite Church. Let's see. Okay. Now, this is, <laughs> oh, okay. This is a little out. Okay. This is what it looks like. Okay. This is an elderly person um, who passed away. Now, I, okay. All right, I never thought that I would be doing this in Columbia. Um, okay, I want to stop just a minute here. The, uh... I took along three uh, ministers' manuals in Spanish. I took along my own and two others. I gave them all three of them away. When we got to this place where they were buried, it was a mausoleum sort of place, uh, a 19-year-old Venezuelan young man had been killed, had been shot. His family was there. Um, and uh, Maria started, uh, in our group, taking a collection for them. But they had no one to do a funeral at all. So... This was a place, a place of death and of unclean spirits. Um, I had, let's go back if we could. Um, anyway, uh, that's fine. I had the minister's manual and uh, inviting the Holy Spirit to come into this place. Um, this last picture was a picture of a grasshopper, I think, multicolored. It just reminded me of the, went along with the, uh, with this place, place of death. Um, there was mosquitoes there. Okay, anyway, this is at uh, Casa Abuela. Uh, there are many murals on the wall here, too. This is a place where the elderly people are eating here. This is the grandparents' area where they are fed um, three meals a day. There's a man and his wife, I guess. They're, this couple here, the one that did the paintings, he let me do one of the paintings. Uh, not, no, hardly anything, just a flower where I'd push the brush against the wall, but he... I got to do a little bit of it. His wife was um, very frail. I remember them from the last time, too. And um, so he set a separate table away from the others just to help keep her uh, calm and, and make sure she was safe. Okay, preparing uh, food. There was just a little shredder here, and... Uh, uh, we would use things that would be like pumpkins, split them up and then shred them. We'll keep on going. You'll get a feel for this. Uh, Maria here, chopping up vegetables, onions, whatever. Okay, this is, uh, they just had a very small kitchen, like four gas burners. Uh, Maria's feeding 120 people twice a day, probably 100 Venezuelan mothers and their children. 18 to 20 uh, 
uh, of the elderly people that are in the home here and then the staff. So it's, you know, it's uh, yeah, at least a 120. She said she feeds them on $2 a day, $1 for each meal. Uh, so each person. So how she does that, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where her support. These are some dishes on the back there that we use some of our congregational fund to buy some plastic dishes for them. Uh, they were using them all the next day. Okay. We put cheese with this, uh, and these are rapas. Instead of um, these particular uh, breadsticks or whatever you'd call them. Uh, uh, these are boyos. Yeah. Boyos. One of three things I learned to make there, boyos or rapas, and a um, yucca roll with cheese inside it. John, isn't that one of your favorite things there? Yeah, Avena, they made a, a drink. It would be oatmeal, except it's in a drinkable form with um, water and milk and cinnamon, sugar. It's uh, very delicious. I'm not sure that that's what it is. Again, picture of their kitchen. Picture of the dishes there that we helped purchase. Maria and I went to uh, a market and we bought those. This is just an example of what it looks like when they put all the vegetables together and cook them up with some cheese, put those on uh, yucca or similar to potatoes or rice. These are some of the uh, pumpkins that would be similar to pumpkins or that we would, would split up. These are platinos, plantains, fried those bananas. Here's Deb making uh, arepas. Okay, this is the place where they ate. Uh, I don't have pictures of all the people eating, but these are the tables that are set up. Some of the children playing. This is one of the few uh, things we saw that the children actually had a toy. Um, there were very, very few toys around. Okay, there's some of the kids gathered, some of the people gathered to eat. Again, this is a good picture of their, this is what they have, four burners, four gas burners, feeding 120 people at least, you know. Uh, the kitchen was probably, oh, maybe six by six with uh, four or five of us in there at a time making the food. Really hot, delicious food. This is the courtyard going into the, Casa Abuela, first thing when you come in. There's Maria and Deb. Okay, this is again uh, some of the crews, Maria and Deb, and uh, some of the people who were... Maria decided one afternoon that we really did need to see the sea while we were there. So we walked down Just to the beach area. Just about two or three blocks, very easy walk. This is a wonderful picture. This is Maria early in the morning, still has her house coat on going to work, overseeing the breakfast. She lives a block and a half from the house of the grandparents, but they insisted that we be escorted there every morning when we went to make breakfast. It's Maria helping an elderly person eat. People sleeping there, they sleep there, then at night pull out cots. Maria is a very strong person. She's well known in the community. Um, uh, we went to a, a 
church service, Catholic church service, after there was a car bombing in Barranquilla, and um, the police were there. There was this peace service. And uh, then afterwards on the plaza, they had doves taped down, and we put candles all around this outline. And Maria walked you know, right, in the, right up to the front. She's uh, you know, well-known in the community and uh, wonderful. This is a person collecting the trash. Everyone had their job. Luis and his family. Men, men chopping, cleaning up yucca. This would be similar to, uh, well, potatoes, I guess. Washing hands. Feeding the pigeons. The leftover rice goes to the pigeons. Washing dishes. I did a lot of that. I like to wash dishes. This is a great picture of the crew. Um, Zuyao, Linda, other people work, Rosa, uh, Maria rather, working in the kitchen there. Uh, I led devotional morning and evening there. And we had communion one night there as well. Um, okay, again. Okay, this is the beach uh, area. Okay, no stop there if we can. Um, I had devotional one evening, an Ephesians 4 text uh, about putting on a new person. Um, and, you know, a, a new way of thinking and, and, and putting off, taking off the clothing, the old uh, clothing. And uh, so... Um, I'm not sure what I was thinking. Maybe I was thinking I was here and could say something like that and nothing would happen. Well, a person came up to me afterwards and said, uh, I want to be baptized, the man standing right beside me. By the next morning when we were heading to the ocean, there were five or six people. So we can go on and show this. Maria standing beside me. Okay, we'll stop here. This is Maria and Jose and Maria Angel, their granddaughter. This is their home. Staying with them was such a blessing. They have a, a large, very comfortable home. Uh, Jose, I think, is a civil engineer. And um, this is upstairs, their living room upstairs. This is where we stayed, Deb and I. Buying fruit right outside, you know, fresh pineapple, whatever. This is the uh, church plant at, which is back in Barnkia now. This is the church plant at Pital. 
children program. We went uh, went there Saturday after we got back to Barnkia. Again, Patricia, uh, the pastor, uh, Manuel and Rosa. This is their daughter, uh, Patricia. And their son, Manuel Garcia, and his wife, Vivi, their children, Esteban and uh, Adrienne. And then their other son is Blas, and we'll show pictures of his family in a minute. We prepared um, a meal that day for the children, again, cutting up all the vegetables. This kitchen was probably even smaller. They have a farm, uh, about three hectares, it's about seven and a half or eight acres that they would like to buy, a piece of property, and uh, to be more self-sufficient, uh, all kinds of fruit are grown here. Next to me is Rosa and Manuel, this is the pastoral couple, uh, Patricia is to Deb's uh, right there, and uh, her daughter, uh, Laura. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, land prices are about the same there as they are here. Uh, this is uh, uh, Luis, Laura's brother, and uh, two of the youth from Patal. We're back at the uh, Gethsemane Church here. Alba Young, and I don't recall the other person's name. This is Luis. There, uh, Deb helping Esteban and uh, Adrian to play a little bit downstairs. This was the first time we were there. Um, actually, again, this is back at Patal again, the children sitting in the, the dirt floor without the roof in the agricultural community. This is in uh, Barnkia, just in a park. This is Blas and uh, our group there, Eric and Kelly. Manuel. Uh, Manuel on the um, far right there is the elder Manuel at the Gethsemane Church. And Blas on the far left there is one of his sons who's also very involved in the church. The church now is led by the elder Manuel's son, Manuel. Manuel Garcia. Mm -hmm. This is... Uh, There's a couple more here. I lost them. Are you ready to quit? I think we're doing okay time-wise. So. Um, so, did you see any happiness here? Did you see any people that were happy? Uh, God's happiness. I think our time in Columbia was truly a miracle, and we're grateful. Um, 
working with Maria and her team and being guests at the Mayo home was, Mayo home was truly a gift. So happiness and blessedness uh, include more than enjoying ourselves. Uh, a friend of mine recently in a context of a memorial service, a funeral, family death said, I'm so happy. So it's okay. We can have friends, we can have multiple feelings at the same time. It's okay not to be happy all the time. Jesus said it's okay to be sad. To be happy, planted by the water, standing on a level place, is to be connected to God, to see God's salvation, to stand close to Jesus by the Holy Spirit, being open to Jesus' words, to listen, to be still, to know that God is God, to trust in the midst of whatever life throws at us. So it's possible to be happy and poor and hungry and sad at the same time. The royal reign of God is present. Jesus stands with power among us. So this was a really a, a blessed time for us. And um, I have several recommendations for a continued Columbia partnership. I send these to our discipleship team. I would recommend that we continue our partnership with our Caribbean Coast, Mennonite, Caribbean Coast Mennonite churches via Mennonite Mission Network, continue to learn about this country. Our presence and encouragement means so much to these people. I mentioned that Andrea Castro from Panda Vida will be coming to the U.S. in August. Hopefully we can have her visit here. And I wanted to show some pictures of Jennifer and Bloss and their children. Um, and I guess they somehow got lost in the shuffle, but uh, if we can find those. Um, Blas is nine, Lucas is six, and uh, they would like to come and visit, and, and I would hope that we could invite them. A formal invitation from us via MCC, will help, Mennonite Mission Network will help with uh, their visas. We need to work with Linda. Continue to pray for pastoral oversight for the coastal churches. I hope that the Columbia Mennonite Church will be able to create a position similar to Amanda and Gamaliel Falias uh, to help the pastors. Uh, I think there's some burnout, and with just some fairly direct uh, suggestions, some of this could be uh, alleviated. It's not... Uh, um, I gave a leadership meeting, I, well, some input in a leadership meeting at Gethsemane, and... and uh, uh, Manuel Garcia, you know, chaired this whole meeting, and, and this was like a couple hours, and I thought, you know, he could delegate this. It's so much you know, healthier the way we do it. We have a church moderator and a head elder. and Anyway, ideally, the pastoral overseer would be from the coast. So this is something that uh, hopefully will happen. Pray for Eric and Kelly Fry Martin as they oversee the youth ministry. We need to invite them here when they're come. Their, their three-year term is up in November. They may extend. Pray for Maria and Linda and Zuyal, Zuyal, the team at Rio Acha. Pray for Venezuela and the refugees in Colombia. Maybe help with getting a roof on this church at Patal. That would be a project. And ask for permission from the Mennonite Mission Network and the regional committee in Colombia to perhaps send a delegation in a couple of years. And I would encourage you to be prepared to lead services, to sing, lead communion, baptisms, funerals. 
I hope the next delegation will be able to visit Salgun and Rio Acha. Traveling to these cities gives one a good view of Colombia outside the cities and haciendas, the countryside. Life is slower in these places. They need our encouragement. Hopefully, Linda will be able to accompany our next delegation. That didn't work this time, but... Uh, um, Let's close with prayer. God, with you all things are possible. All things are made right and new again. Rich and poor can be happy and blessed together. Thank you for our Luke text in which we glimpse a new order and way of life. Thank you for our mission network, for our missions team here, our congregation, our delegation, our partner churches on Columbia's Caribbean coast. That we are united in faith and love in your kingdom across language and cultural differences and political borders and skin colors. Thank you for loving your world, for working in Colombia, for helping us have a global perspective. Please bless our friends there, the leaders, Coastal Regional Committee. We pray for peace and stability in Colombia and Venezuela. Let justice roll down like a river for orphans and widows and refugees. Holy Spirit, please continue to bring flourishing to our Columbia partnership of mutual encouragement and friendship. We pray that we can welcome friends from there to our place as missionaries to us in the near future. In Jesus' name, amen.